1: Welcome, everyone. We're so glad to have you with us today for Jesus the Heater. Come on in and bring your faith. That means bring your expectation that you're going to hear answers for your life. Something that's going to help set your your course even straighter and truer to his plan. And so we thank God for his word. We thank God for you for joining us. And uh, we have been in the midst of of a newer series. We're talking and teaching out of my book called The Price of the Double Portion Anointing. Now, this one is, you're going to have to go back and watch, I say that in every series, but you really are (laughs) going to have to go back and watch previous episodes because I'm taking something that Jesus said to me in 2018 when I was uh, ministering in St. Petersburg, Russia, and he talked to me about this era and the anointing regarding this era. And he said so much that night that I cannot cover it all in one episode. So I'm just taking segments in each episode. Therefore, you gotta watch all the series because I don't just want you to get a snapshot. I want you to get the whole thing of what he said to me that night. Um, first of all, we have to clarify some things because when we, you see this, this title double portion anointing, I don't want you to misunderstand what that implies. Um, first of all, it, this message is not only just for me. He gave it to me, but it's for the body of Christ. And it is specifically for those who would stand in a five-fold ministry office, apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, or teacher, a pulpit ministry. But it applies to every believer yes. because uh, the Word tells us that there is an anointing that abides within every single one of us. And so whatever will help us to be skillful with the anointing to minister will also be help, help us to be skillful with the anointing that we can draw on every single day for our daily lives. So every believer has an anointing that abides within them. It never leaves. Amen. Amen. Regardless of whether you say you feel it or not, it never leaves. It's in there. Why? So that at a moment's notice, you can draw on it, yield to it, give it its way in your daily life. Now, there is for those who are separated to a pulpit ministry a fivefold ministry office. There is an anointing that comes up on for that purpose, but that anointing that comes upon is to minister to the needs of the people. It's not to minister to the needs of the minister himself. So every minister, everyone who stands in the fivefold office, they still have to learn how to be skillful with the anointing that abides within, because that's how we—that's what we live off every day. Just like. Every Every other, every other believer, ministers have to learn to draw on the anointing that abides within. Now that anointing that abides within us, the measure of that is not increased. It does not grow. But, um, as we become more skillful of it, it can flow in a greater measure. So if we're skillful with it, um, we 're not hindering the outflow of that anointing that abides within. Yeah. Now the anointing that comes up on for ministry, that can be increased but the anointing that is that resides within every believer. We just need to grow in our skill, our knowledge of it, and our skill in cooperating with that anointing. Amen. Amen. So that being said, it's important that we handle uh, the anointing right simply because the anointing is a power of God. And you can't handle, even naturally, you can't handle power just any old way you want to. Right. You have to handle it with skills so that you derive benefit from it. Yes. Amen. Yes. And the anointing of God that abides in you is a power power. And um, as we are skillful with it, a greater degree of it can flow. If we are not skillful in how to cooperate with that power, then we can hinder how that anointing that abides within us can flow out and help us in daily life. Mm -hmm. So these are the things we've been talking about. And um, as I said, uh, when Jesus came into my hotel room that night in 2018, um, he talked to me for around an hour I don't have time to tell all of that in each episode, but I'm going to take picking up where we left off on the previous episode. One of the things that Jesus said that night, he said, You must be sober about the responsibilities that anointing calls for. Mm-hmm. Then he said, It calls for you to be pleased to bring yourself in line with the responsibilities of the anointing. What's that mean? It's not a hardship to learn to cooperate with that anointing. It's not going to take something from us. We need to be pleased to learn how to yield to that anointing that abides within, draw on that, let that have its proper expression, um, yield to it and be pleased to do that. And then uh, we were talking about that in a previous episode, but let me go on and say what he said to me next in line with that. He said, My yoke is light and easy. Aren't you thankful for that? Yes. Yes. His yoke yes. is light yes. and easy. Yes. Amen. Yes. What's that mean? He is not a hard taskmaster, right. He's a loving Lord. Yes. So he said, My yoke is light and easy, living in the Spirit and walking responsibly toward the anointing can be accomplished with lightness and ease as you give yourself to focusing on two things, continually feeding and meditating on the word and continual prayer and fellowship with God. He's saying, make these things a flow of our everyday life. Amen. So he's talking about for us to walk responsibly toward the anointing. How do we do that? Walk in the spirit walk in the spirit, live in the presence of God. Mm -hmm. And you say, well, you know, I'm not a preacher. I'm not a pastor. You know, I have, I have a profession. I have a family. Listen, every single believer has the anointing that abides within them to help them live in the spirit. Help them walk in the Spirit. We're commanded as New Testament believers to walk in the Spirit. When the Word says walk in the Spirit, it's referring to our manner of everyday life. That's our walk. And um, walking in the Spirit is not as some might erroneously think. Mm -hmm. It's not being odd. It's not... It's not being unaware of your surroundings, you know. Um, Walking in the spirit, living in the spirit means letting your spirit dominate you. Letting the forces and that which is housed in your spirit to flow out throughout your everyday life. Draw on that flow. And you say, well, what is in my spirit? Well, number one, the life of God. That's right. Amen. Amen. Uh, Number two, that anointing that abides within every believer is there. Amen. So by walking in the spirit is us drawing on that anointing. We're walking in the spirit when we're drawing out of our spirit, the forces that are in there. What about this? The nine fruits of the spirit. At the new birth, the nine fruits of the Spirit came into you love, joy, peace, meekness, temperance, goodness, all of these that are listed in Galatians. So that means letting that flow dominate you. Letting what's in you flow out instead of just what is in your mind. You have more to draw on than what's in your mind. You have more to draw on than what's in your flesh. Draw on the mighty life of God, the ability of God, the grace of God, the blessings of God that are housed in your spirit. Another thing that's in your spirit is the faith of God. Amen. Amen. So to walk in the spirit, when you're releasing your faith, you're walking in the spirit because you're drawing on these forces that are in your spirit. So to walk in the spirit means dominated by your spirit. Aren't you glad to know you don't have to live this life dominated by your mental arena anymore? Dominated by your flesh because they're not qualified to lead. Right. Only our spirit is qualified to lead because that's where that's where the greater one resides. Yes. Amen. Yes. So this is what he's talking about is if we're going to walk responsibly toward that anointing, we can't walk being dominated by our mental arena. Mm-hmm. We can't walk being dominated by our flesh because that's not being responsible toward the anointing that's in our spirit. Uh, that means we have to yield to and draw on the anointing that's in there. We have to walk in the spirit, be dominated by the inner man. Amen. Amen. Then, uh, of course, he said again, my yoke is light and easy. Aren't you grateful? Grateful. We're delivered from the hard life. The the troubled life. It's light and easy. Now, Jesus said, remember he said, all you who labor and are heavy laden, come to me and I'll give you rest. Mm. Why? Because my yoke is light, my burden is easy. What's he talking about? Um, That when you come to him, you know... um, with oxen um or or cattle that they may be having that when they would plow using cattle years ago and they would yoke two two cows up together that is so that there it's a shared load yes. Yes. it's not one doing all the work they're pulling together yes. well what's the benefit of that well one will put a thousand to flight but two will put 10,000 of flight, yeah. multiplied power yeah. when there's two working together. Jesus said, my yoke is easy. My burden is light. So what is he telling us? Mm. Yoke up with me. Oh, <laughs> so Get so yoked good. up yes. with me. How do you yes. yoke up with him? Well, he is the word made flesh. Okay. Whenever you, whenever you become a doer of the word, you've just yoked up with Jesus. Ooh, what about God. this? His plan is light and easy for your life. The plan of God for your life is light and easy. You yoke up with him, you yoke up with his plan. To yoke up with your plan is to yoke up with something hard. Why? Because you're the only one pulling that thing. You're the only one that's the author of that thing. And so you're the only one pulling that thing. Well, yoke up to him, yoke up to his word, yoke up to his plan for your life. And what happens he does all the pulling. Yeah. You just get to walk aside the one who knows it all, the yeah. one who has all the ability, yeah. all the power. Right. He does all the hard work. Yes. Yes. Wow. That's wow. Wow. My yoke is light yes. and easy. Yes. Why? He's already done all the hard work. Yeah. Yeah. So don't yoke up to my goodness, your mind. Right. Don't just right. yoke up to your body, yoke up to His word yeah. and His plan for your life. Yeah. Amen. That's called being responsible toward the anointing that's in you. When we're yoked up with his word, when we're yoked up with his plan for our life, then the anointing that abides within us can flow unhindered. Amen. We hinder the flow of that anointing when we step out of his will, when we step out of his word, we hinder what that anointing within us can accomplish. Amen. 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 So all of these things, they're good news. (laughs) Amen. I love this. My yoke is light and easy. If something is hard, what you yoked up with? If you yoke up with worry, it'll make life hard. If you yoke up with fear, it'll make life hard. You are you are delivered from those. Yes. Well, how do I keep from being yoked up to the wrong thing? Make sure you're yoked up with the right thing, with the Word. A doer of the word, the blessing of the Lord. Yoked up with that. Amen. Yoked up with his plan for your life, not your own man-made plan. Amen. So he said that walking in the spirit, this is what being yoked up to the plan of God does. We get to walk in the spirit instead of being dominated by the mind, being dominated by the flesh. Why are we no longer dominated by our mind? Because we're following his plan. We're not following our mind. And, um, when we are, he said his, his, his yoke is light and easy. And when we are walking in the spirit, then we're walking, letting his word do the work, letting, uh, his power work in our behalf. Amen. We're not trying to accomplish it through our mental arena. We're not trying to accomplish it through our own physical arena, but we're yoked up to his flow. Amen. So he said, walking in the spirit. Living in the Spirit uh, is how we walk responsibly toward the anointing. And this can be accomplished with lightnesses and ease as we focus on feeding on His Word, meditating on His Word, getting it in us, and uh, in prayer, talking to God, fellowshipping with God. Yes. That would include praying in other tongues. Yes. Amen. Yes. So uh, you, you don't have to be a minister to give yourself a lifestyle of feeding on the Word. What about uh, when you get up in the morning and you got you got children to attend to? You got kids to get ready for school. You got all these responsibilities. You can just be worshiping God and praising God and thanking God. You just are a doer of the word when you do that. Yeah. How easy that is. Uh, God does not give us something hard to do to be able to walk in the Spirit or to be dominated by our Spirit. Just draw on what's in you. Yes. You've been feeding on the Word. Draw on some scriptures that are in there. Meditate on them as you're going about your day. Yes. Amen. Yes. Um, to feed on the Word and meditate on the Word does not mean you have to be in a certain location and in a certain posture. That's right. That's right. Praying doesn't mean you have to be having a certain posture even. Just talking to God. Ladies, as you're cleaning your house, talk to God. As you're running errands, as you're at work, uh, turn toward him. Talk to him all throughout the day. Draw up that word that's on the inside of you and meditate on it. That's what he's talking about. That's called walking in the spirit. You're drawing out of what's in your spirit Mm -hmm. and letting that lead you in your life. Instead of you just sentenced to live out of that mental arena Mm -hmm. that'll rob from you. Mm Amen. Amen. So uh, his yoke uh, makes life easy. Amen. Amen. If life becomes difficult and hard, we're yoking up with the wrong thing. So stay yoked up to the right thing. Amen. 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 Now, um, through the word and through prayer, our spirit is strengthened and fortified to take the lead. This is where people start yielding to that mental arena or that physical arena to dominate them when their spirit is weakened. Mm -hmm. So make sure your spirit is strengthened. Then it's easy to yield to your spirit and let that spirit dominate you, that spirit man dominate you. Amen. So, uh, the strategies of the enemy is to try to draw us into a hard flow so that we're not yoked up with what's light and easy. So what's he trying to do? Draw us into the mental arena. Right. He tries to get us dominated by the desires of the flesh, mm-hmm. bad habits of the flesh, addictions, uh, things of the flesh that would rob from us. He wants us to begin to draw out of the mental or the flesh arena, mm-hmm. but we're to stay. No, I'm, I'm going to live today with my spirit man dominating me. Yeah. What's that mean? I'm going to be a doer of the word. Yeah. I'm going, and one of the easiest ways to say hooked up your spirit is worshiping and praising. Absolutely. One of the easiest ways all throughout the day, just worshiping and praising God. And if you're around other people, you know, you don't want to do it in front of other people who are unknowledgeable about the word. So you just worship God under your breath. Amen. Turn your attention toward him. So uh, that the strategy of the enemy, as I said, is he wants to gain entrance and interrupt this flow of you walking in the spirit, yeah. walking, being dominated by your spirit. So he, he creates, seeks to create all kinds of mental commotion uh-huh. to draw your attention up there. Yeah. So he seeks to hold us there because he wants to try to get us to live from that lower place. Yeah. L- living out of your spirit, man, that's the highest flow. Yeah. But we're to hold hold the enemy in the spirit arena. Mm-hmm. Why? Because we dominate there. Yeah. That's right. Now listen, know this. If he can hold us in the mental arena, he can outthink us. Mm-hmm. No, that's right. That's right. But we hold him in the spirit arena. Why does he want to get us out of our spirits? Well, not only is that the highest flow, but that's where our faith resides. Right. And it's by faith we lay hold of everything God's made ours. Amen. So he wants to separate us from our faith by getting us dominated by our minds, dominated by the flesh. But we learn we're becoming more skillful at staying hooked up to our spirits, right? Yes. Amen. Yes. We, hold our, we hold him in the spirit arena. Yes. That's right. Amen. 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 We don't let him draw us into the mental arena but we stay hooked up to the faith that's in our heart and we, we keep in dominion and authority over him Amen. by staying in that flow. Amen. Amen. Uh, for those who find themselves struggling with things of the flesh or mental things, giving word the word and prayer first place is the remedy. Yes. Feeding on the word, doing the word will remedy a troubled mind. Yes. Amen. Amen. Yes. People are... People many times are just wanting God to do something that arrives them at peace, but we have to take steps Mm -hmm. that bring us into a flow of peace. And that means we have to give the word its proper place. This will enable us to draw on that anointing that abides within when we're drawing on the word, Mm -hmm. feeding on the word and staying in fellowship with God through prayer. Amen. Amen. As we give the word first place, And as we make fellowship with God a priority, just talking to him all throughout the day, learn to talk to him about every, every facet of your day. Mm -hmm. Amen. It doesn't have to be following simply a prayer list. It's not wrong to have a prayer list of things you're believing for. It's good to have that, um, to be successful, but don't limit your fellowship with God to a list. Talk to him about all the features and facets of your day. Amen. Amen. And this is one way that we walk responsibly toward the anointing is by turning toward our spirit. As we live in the spirit, walk in the spirit, we stay in the flow, which is light and easy. And every opposition, every hindrance, every challenge is easily overcome when we're in that flow. Amen. Amen. Now, Jesus said to me, um, let me me go to the place where he, he was talking about this. He said, um, you have to meditate on the lightness and ease of my yoke. Mm-hmm. He said, meditate on that much. Um, why is he talking about that? He says so that you'll think right toward these things that wow. that are with our responsibility because sometimes people can get the idea of, I've got so much to do in my life. I just, I've got so many responsibilities. Uh, How am I ever going to get time in the Word and time in prayer? See, if you think wrong Mm -hmm. towards these things, you treat them as though they are an intrusion when they they are your peace, they are your joy, they are your flow of life. Can I say this? We have many responsibilities in life. I understand that. But what does Matthew 6, say? Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. What's that mean? When we put first spiritual things, our fellowship with God and the word first, then everything else we would labor for will end up just showing up. Yeah. He'll add them to us. Yeah. We don't have to add them to ourselves. Now, if we're gonna neglect the flow of the word, time with time in the word, time in prayer, then what's going to happen, we're going to have to work really hard to get some things added to our life. Yeah. And then, then we'll, we'll end up failing and being weakened by that. Yeah. But if we will give him first place, then he goes to work for us. Why? Because we are drawing on the right, we're drawing on the right feature of our being. We're drawing on our spirit. We're not just relying on our mind and body to fulfill the responsibilities of our day. We're employing the greater one within us. Now, why did Jesus say to meditate often and much on the lightness and ease of his yoke? We have to think right toward his plan. His plan for your life is not hard. It is not going to take something from your life. Many times the devil will, I remember before I was even born again, And I had heard about, I had heard the message of salvation. And one of the things that the enemy used to try to get me to not respond to, to salvation was if you, if you become a Christian, you have to lay down every single desire and every, every, every dream you ever had for your own life will never be fulfilled. So he was acting like it would rob from me when really it fulfilled more than I could have ever dreamed for myself, you see. But what was the devil doing? He was trying to bring wrong thinking because if you think wrong, you respond wrong. So we have to think right towards God's plan for our life. We have to think right about what we're called to because every single one of us are called to something. Amen. Amen. Uh, we have to think right about what he has entrusted to us and all that we're to do for the Lord so we don't begin to view it as heavy and hard and burdensome. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Amen. If, I, if anything God has told me to do, I'm, I'm, it, it seems like it's heavy, I'm doing it wrong.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm thinking wrong and I'm doing it wrong. Yeah, now, let me give you an example of what I'm talking about. Um, in traveling, uh, I travel a lot. Part of that, it's not just showing up and preaching somewhere that's connected with travel. It's all the prep work of getting there. The packing, all the, all the duties. Ladies, you know what I'm talking about. Yes. Some of you men know what I'm talking about. All the, all the checklists yeah. you have to get through to even arrive somewhere. And then what about this? Um, traveling through airports, traveling in cars however you get there there's a lot of layers to obeying God's plan yeah. right. if you ever start complaining about those mm-hmm. you turn it hard yeah. and you have to think right and and this is what i know i'm not just graced to preach somewhere i'm graced for the travel to get to where i That's preach so nice. yeah. I'm graced for all of it. Yes. So I, when I'm packing, instead of when you, your flesh feels like grumbling, you say, thank God I get to do this. Yes. It is such an yes. honor to do this. And I'm graced to pack yes. and I'm graced to travel yes. just like I'm graced to preach. Yes. Amen. 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 This is called right thinking yeah. towards what you're called to. If you think wrong, you'll start looking at things as hard and troubling. Mm. Amen. Amen. Um, I remember something I heard, a, a precious pastor, he had a large church. Um, at his home going, he had about 10,000 in his church. And one day he said, I was praying. And he said, I said to God, he said, oh, the the responsibilities of of, of this call and this, this place I'm in. And he said, I was praying. He said, I just laboring over it, you know. And he said, I had a vision. And in this vision, he said, I saw myself walking up to the cross and I was going to go grab it and lift it. And he said, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. It's going to be so heavy carrying my cross. And he said, when I walked up to lift up that cross, he said, it lifted me. Oh, wow. I mean, cool. He said, I saw taking up the plan for my life. Oh. It lifted me. It was not heavy and burdensome to me. Well, we're teaching out of my book called The Price of the Double Portion Anointing. We want you to get your copy. You can go to our website at jesusthehealer.org and purchase your copy today and we'll get it right out to you. And until next time, remember this, Jesus is the Healer, God bless you.
0: To watch or listen to today's message and other messages by Nancy Dufresne, visit Ministries.org. In this book, The Price of the Double Portion Anointing, Nancy Dufresne gives clarity on how we are to walk successfully in this era. It instructs those in the ministry, but also brings instruction to every believer in helping them to fulfill the will of God for their lives. Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org. We will never receive from God beyond the measure of our response. In this book, Responding to the Holy Spirit, Nancy Dufresne instructs us how to properly respond to God in the moving of His Spirit. Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org. Come join us for our Jesus the Healer Crusade in Fresno, California, at Elite Event Venue, located at 4105 West Fig Garden Drive, Fresno, California, 93722. The dates are March 25th through the 29th. For more information and to register, visit our website at DufresneMinistries.org. Come expecting miracles. If you need prayer, please call our prayer line. We have trained ministers on staff who are ready to agree with you for your miracle.